Hi everyone, I hope you're all well. I thought I'd film whilst walking outside today, largely in a bid just to try and capture some of the, the beautiful colours of the trees as they turn during the season, because that felt like it had quite a, a harvest vibe. Um, it may well be an epic fail in terms of production and apologies if you can't hear me or if it feels like the camera's wobbling all over the place. In fact, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plonk it here on the wall just to bring a bit of stability to the whole thing. You would have picked up from Dan's introduction from what Amber said and, and the reading that we're, we're thinking about harvest this week. And I don't want to go into a, a detailed sermon about that. I think many of you are fairly familiar with what harvest is all about, but I just want to draw you back to some of the, the basics. When I think of harvest, I think of the three Gs. I think of goodness, I think of gratitude, and I think of generosity. We, we contemplate, we deliberately focus on the fact that God is good and he provides us with so much. All that stuff that Amber was talking about as God being provider for us. Um, and harvest is a great time just to dwell on that reality of his goodness. And that should bring to the surface for us gratitude and we should be able to express our, our thanks for that goodness. And in turn, hopefully that inspires us to be, to be generous and to be sort of reckless givers in, in God's name. So like I said, I, I don't want to, to, to go into a lengthy sermon about that, but just want you to, or encourage you just to think about those three different Gs as you, as you celebrate harvest in whatever ways is fitting for you. What I am gonna do is show you just a little, a little five minute video from the Bible Society because they focus in on one of those Gs, the generosity element, and they set it in the context of the whole Bible. And I think they do it really, really well. So hope that that inspires you to, to have the freedom to trust God for more and it enables you to be generous. So take a look at this, sit back and watch it and enjoy. Imagine your friend invites you to a party. You arrive and there's lots of people, decorations, food and drink. There's enough for everyone. When you're hosted by someone that generous, you don't have to worry about your needs. You can just enjoy yourself and focus on the people around you. Yeah, that's what a good host wants for her guests. And this is the picture of the world that we find in the Bible. Creation is an expression of God's generous love. He's the host and humans are his guests in a world of opportunity and abundance. And we're called to keep the party going to spread his goodness. This is a beautiful picture, but it's not the way people experience the world. Rather, we find a world of scarcity and struggle, not abundance. And Jesus grew up in that kind of world. Under military occupation, people losing their land or families to debt and poverty. And yet, he would say things like this. Look at the birds. They don't store up food for themselves, yet they have enough. Or consider the wildflowers. They're beautiful and abundant, and they don't stress about their existence. And you all should live that way, too. But surely Jesus knew that things don't always work out. I mean, sometimes there really isn't enough. And Jesus did experience poverty firsthand, but he viewed the world through the story of the Hebrew scriptures, which claimed that our scarcity problem isn't caused by a lack of resources. Rather, the problem is our mindset that God can't be trusted. Maybe God's holding out on me. Maybe there isn't enough and maybe I need to take matters into my own hands. And once we're deceived into that mindset of scarcity, we can justify the impulse to take care of me and mine before anyone else. And that leads to envy, and anger, violence, and a world where it seems like there's not enough. The party's over, it's turned into a battleground. 
But God wants humans to experience his generosity. And so he chooses one people, the family of Abraham. And he promises to give them the abundance that he wants for everybody else. God will provide what they need. All they have to do is trust his generosity. And through them, the whole world will see how generous the host really is. But that's not what happens. Abraham's descendants, the Israelites, enter a land of abundance and they promptly forget the host who gave it to them. They act like it's all theirs and like there's not enough. And it leads to war and Israel's self-destruction. If I were the host of this party, I think I'd just give up. But God doesn't give up. What he does is surprising. He gives another gift. Another gift? Yeah, but this gift is different. What God gives is himself. All right, and Jesus, the host himself, comes to join in on the spoiled party. And notice, Jesus lives with the conviction that there is enough and that our generous host can be trusted. His mindset of abundance allowed him to live sacrificially and generously even towards his enemies. And Jesus called his followers to trust in God's abundance like him. And that's why he said things like, sell your possessions and give to the poor, or don't worry about your life. He's inviting us to live by a different story, one that is built on trust in God's goodness and love. But living generously doesn't mean life is gonna go well. I mean, look at Jesus. He was betrayed by his friends and he suffered. And this was no surprise to Jesus. He knew that people would take advantage of his generosity. In fact, that was his plan. Really? Yeah, think about it. Jesus knows that we're all hopelessly deceived by this lie that there's not enough. Yeah, that lie needs to be defeated. And so that's what Jesus was doing when he gave us the gift of his life. Jesus' death was the ultimate expression of God's generous love. Yeah, God's love can turn death into life. And scarcity back into abundance. Or as the Apostle Paul put it, you know the gift of our Lord Jesus the Messiah, that even though he was rich, for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. And Jesus called his followers to live like the real party has begun. Yes, he called it the kingdom of God. And our invitation to this party is yet another gift, the personal presence of God's own spirit that can teach us how to trust the generosity of the host, just like Jesus did. And when you believe there's enough, you start seeing opportunities for generosity everywhere with our time and money, our attention. Yes, one of the most important ways that we can experience the abundance of God's new creation is sharing with others because of our trust that God is the generous host. It looks like it's just about to rain, so I might have to make a dash for it. I also think that in my intro I, I said it was the Bible Society. It's actually the Bible Project, and I hope you enjoyed that video. And if, if you haven't checked out their resources and their materials, do so. They are so, so good. Um, and I think they, they work across the ages, and they're just, there is a lot of thought that's gone into them, and they're, they're just great, great resources. So check that out if you haven't. When you think about how you respond, and that's ultimately what we want you encourage you to do when we think about harvest, um, is actually think about actually what's my response to all this? And, and it might be that you sit down and actually have a really good meal, just have a celebration of, of God's goodness and his generosity. Remind yourselves by having a bit of a feast day um, of just how good God is and allow that to sort of swirl your hearts and give thanks to him for who he is. So I'd recommend that you do that in some way if you can in the next sort of couple of days or so but also 
I pray that it, it may inspire generosity in, in you. Uh, and we've set up a couple of things that you can respond to in terms of giving a, a practical response to that. The first is that you can make um, a food donation up at the church between 11 and 1 today. Um, and that's going to go to the Bromley Food Bank. And of course, uh, we also take collections at SJ's during the week uh, for the food bank as well. But we've also doing a money collection for the farmers in Danku and for the, the crisis they've been having in Moldova. And we've got good old Slavic, Slavic, who many of you will know, and he's just giving us a little uh, sort of two-minute uh, window on how that may help. So here, listen to Slavic, and I hope that inspires a response to you. Happy harvest, everyone. Take care, and God bless. Hi, my friends, my brothers and sisters in Christ. It is a great privilege and an honor to bring greetings to you all from St. John's Church, from all your friends, brothers and sisters in Christ from Danku Baptist Church. I hope this video message will find you well and that despite all the difficulties we are all facing with the coronavirus, we continue to love our Lord and serve Him with all our hearts. To date, 1,641 people have died from COVID-19 here in Moldova and there have been 69,568 cases. Cases continue to rise uh, and the impact of, on Moldovan's already weak economy has been devastating and has been compounding by the worst drought in 40 years. After many months without adequate rainfall, many harvests have failed. Crop yields of corn, wheat and sunflower and vegetables from people's garden have been severely affected, resulting in huge spikes in the cost of basic food due to expensive imports. If in a normal year most families with no other option than to raise um, animals, chicken for slaughter to provide food. This year, because of the drought, this is impossible. There is a widespread fear about surviving the coming winter. Although 40% of the working population already work abroad and try to send money back home, COVID-19 has resulted in tens of thousands of Moldovans losing their jobs. Within Moldova, working men have been unable to travel to find traditional work due to the local restrictions of the movement caused by the pandemic. The emerging crisis has led to protests in several cities by farmers who have suffered severe losses. They are calling upon the government uh, to help alleviate their mountain debts and to declare a state of emergency. In spite of all the challenges uh, and problems and difficulties, the church here in Danku continues to reach out to those around us, taking Christ's love, light and hope to the poor and those who are suffering. I am now here on the fields, only a few yards from the village. Uh, it is such a beautiful day today. It's the 24th of October 2020. Um, 
in a normal year if you come here on the fields you will see many people working with so much joy uh, harvesting their crops taking at home um, and seeing the coming weeks and months with with so much hope and joy however this year this is not possible as i already mentioned because of the droughts people lost almost everything bringing them into such a great despair if the pandemic uh, brought so much uh, suffering i want to tell you that the droughts brought uh, such a uh, a great despair in many families when we go and visiting these families we find so many of them in tears with no hope but i thank god with all my heart that because of your prayers because of your generosity uh, as a church here we can continue to be uh, close to these families helping them uh, as i said before uh, the droughts we had this year um, it, it many people saying that they haven't seen this in the last 40 years and people are really worried and concerned uh, about uh, coming a uh, famine uh, so uh, i really want to ask your prayers um, for our community for our country uh, please pray for our church as we continue to help and serve our community uh, please pray for our government uh, as it grapples with national problems um, pray for all the families uh, men and women uh, widows widowers children young people pray that everyone will stay safe and that uh, god will provide for them the daily bread the daily food so that um, we will all um, look to him to god and have our trust in, in him um, if you look here on the fields um, uh, our tractor now is plowing the land uh, and this is fantastic uh, we had some wonderful rain just recently uh, and with some uh, generous and wonderful support from link to hope we were able to buy some good seeds to plant for the next year and this is really fantastic but i want to tell you that uh, because of the droughts because people lost everything uh, most of the families most of the farmers they don't have the opportunity to continue farming their land so it is our great desire that we will continue not just uh, feed the poor families but also help the farmers to plant their to plant the seeds on their land so that uh, next year the land will be product productive and that uh, we will uh, see um, families encouraged uh, seeing families helped and seeing families safe thank you so much for all your prayers for the your generosity and i just want to tell you that uh, it is a great great blessing to have so many people uh, far away from us but uh, with your uh, love in your hearts with generous hearts being able to help so many thank you and i pray that god will bless you all